Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Todd Coconato Radio Show. Welcome on this glorious Sunday. Hope that you're enjoying the day so far. I am blessed to be here today with you. I was traveling this last week and continue to see people getting saved, set free, healed, and delivered in the United States of America. God is not done. He's not done working. I know many people want to tell us he's done. No more miracles. God's out of miracles. He's not out of miracles. He is in the miracle working business. I can tell you this for sure. In fact, what a miracle that we just recently saw with the overturning of Roe v. Wade. We're going to talk about that today on this broadcast because there has been so much reaction, not only in the Christian community, but I'm sure you've seen it online. If you're on any social media, I'm sure if you are a Bible-believing Christian that is celebrating the fact that the federal government is not going to be you know, pushing and sanctioning the murder of the innocent and that they're not going to be continuing to send this policy abroad, one of the biggest decisions of our life in 50 years that this has been overturned by the Supreme Court, it was never constitutional. It was never something that the federal government should have got involved in. And so basically, they're just making a wrong right according to our Constitution, which is the law of the land, by the way. But my goodness, every demon you could possibly imagine has crawled out from under the rocks, and we are seeing the debate spilling into the, uh, you know, the, the, the social media world, your workplace, your families. I'm sure everybody around you has been discussing this to some level. Now, some of you more than others, especially if you're activists or you've been involved or you've been outspoken or you're a church or a pastor or somebody that said, thank God this has happened. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. A prayer has been answered. And no longer will our federal government here in the United States be sanctioning the, the sacrifice to Molech or to Baal. People say, what are you talking about? Well, it's, there's nothing new under the sun. There's been a sacrifice of our most innocent societal members, the unborn, the babies. This has been going back, you know, thousands of years. It's not something new. The Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. It's not new. It's the, it's the blood of the innocent. Oh, my goodness. He said it. Yes, I said it. And I am embarrassed, ashamed, disappointed, uh, absolutely shocked at the silence of so many quote-unquote Christian organizations that didn't even mention it. Did that shock you? Did that shock you that, that some churches that maybe you've been watching online or maybe even you've been attending didn't even mention the biggest spiritual victory in our nation in probably 50 years, at least right up there with the, the civil rights movement and all the other uh, major, major events that have happened historically in this country, and, and yet they barely even mentioned it or didn't mention it at all. But let, let's even go further. There's some lay people, people of the cloth, apparently, quote-unquote cloth. I don't know what cloth they're a member of, not the, the God of heaven and earth, that are actually coming against this, saying this is a wrong decision. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yet, you know, God is continuing to separate the wheat from the tares. And that's what we're seeing, friends. The biggest shaking in the body of Christ, the biggest shaking in our lifetime that we're seeing where people are being exposed, it is now clear. A line has been drawn in the sand. It's now clear. And we are seeing who stands for what, who's willing to speak truth, 
and who is very, very, I mean, it's like your silence is deafening. Unbelievable. Some of these megachurch pastors and these people that have a voice, a platform, but yet are not saying anything on the issue or are speaking against what happened. And I just want to just commend and honor Justice Clarence Thomas and all of the justices on the conservative side of the Supreme Court, Amy Coney Barrett, Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, all of them, all of them. I'm not a big fan of Chief Justice John Roberts, but, you know, at least he did what was right this time, it seems. But, you know, it's unbelievable that, that this is the debate that it is in the church. It just, it just blows my mind. Does it blow your mind? Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But for me, I find it shocking that so many people didn't say anything. And, and yet I was jumping up. I don't know about you, but when I heard the news, I was absolutely teary-eyed. I, I probably couldn't stop weeping for like 24 to 48 hours. No joke. I mean, I, I just was so emotional to think about how many babies' lives will be saved. And yes, I know it goes to the states, and I know it's still going to continue, and I know that our battle is not done, and I know that we have to keep fighting. And by the way, you know, this last week, our occupant-in-chief, the man who apparently calls himself President of the United States, even though he was illegally elected, according to my opinion and view, from the evidence that I've seen. Uh, But, you know, people say, where's the evidence? You know, I don't even want to get into that right now. I still can't believe all the sellouts on the conservative and Republican side that that have agreed with people like Liz Cheney. You know, it's just unbelievable. I mean, it's to me, all you need to have is discernment. But look at all the ramifications of this this controlled coup that's taken place in our nation now look at all the different things finally we get a win but but look at the economy look at the the trade deals the imbalance is is worse than ever i mean the the deficit you know what's going on with china what's going on with russia and the ukraine and you know all the saber rattling and different things that are happening around the world north korea you know what's happening in the asian pacific region and, and china you know ramping up its presence and, and really pushing for, I mean, you had Putin out there this last week saying basically, you know, they're going to find a way around the dollar and the U.S. dollar being the global reserve, that they're going to have an alternative system set up. So we are in unbelievable times. But the ramifications of that 2020 election are still happening. And yet many people are deniers. They're basically saying, oh, no, nothing happens. The safest election of our, of our history, you know, most secure election. I mean, give me a break. It's like these people that have been, testifying you know it reminds me of Kavanaugh during the Kavanaugh hearings you know and the same thing with this nonsense false flag January 6th show trial where they're still coming after President Trump even though they managed to have this coup (laughs) so what we got to do some things about this and of course the most important thing we can be doing is warring in the spirit but but the good news is I want to get back to Roe v. Wade being overturned because this is still a battle. It's an ongoing battle. Obviously, it's going to go to the states. Obviously, you have now the fake occupant president saying that he's going to try to codify this in Congress by getting rid of the filibuster. So that's their new plan. I believe it's going to fail. But we have to continue to pray and hold our position and stand, people of God. And for those that are wanting to be silent on this or pretending like nothing happened and we're not in the biggest spiritual battle, You need to repent 
And especially if you have a position of leadership within the body of Christ, if you're a pastor or fivefold ministry leader or a church leader, and you have not said anything, believe me, you, me, believe you, me, people are noticing that. And I know you may be afraid to lose tithes. You may be afraid to lose congregants. But friends, we have to pick a side. There is no mushy middle. I'm not here to be rude. I'm not here to be mean-spirited. I'm not here trying to be, you know, bombastic. But hello, we are in a spiritual war. And I don't, maybe people don't realize the urgency and how late we are in the hour right now, but America is on the brink. We could see a situation like what happened in the former Soviet Union, especially if the dollar loses the global reserve and the BRICS nations and guys like Putin and, you know, China, you know, Russia, India, all the BRICS countries, they're, they're looking at this and saying, well, maybe we need to move, you know, on from the dollar because look at all the printing that they're doing in the United States and look at their, their president and look at their government and look at, look at what they're doing there. I mean, everybody's watching us. So, the church has to rise up. We have to be the head and not the tail. We've got to occupy until he comes. We've got to call upon the name of the Lord. We've got to repent as a nation, and we have to be a voice, my friends. That means we can't be silent. If you think of Second Chronicles, where God went before the people of Israel, he went before them. He fought their battles, but what did they have to do? They had to take their positions. And that's what we need to do. We need to take our positions in this society. We can't be bullied. We can't be canceled. We can't be shut down. We can't be locked down. We can't close the church ever again. It is time for us to occupy, occupy, occupy. And that means for us to have a voice and to speak out. The truth does not return back void. The word of God is the truth. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. The hour of the silent pulpit is over. The hour of the silent majority is over. It is time the people of God have a fire lit underneath them and stand up and understand the situation is at hand and take back this nation for the kingdom of God. That's what we've got to do. We've got to take back this nation and all this, you know, LGBTQ and all the stuff they're pushing on the kids and everything. We got to call a spade a spade. It's demonic, demonic. Where are the pastors that are willing to stand? Where are the pastors that are willing to speak out? I sure hope you go to a church like that, that has a lion or a general in the position of the pastorate at that church that's willing to say, yes, this is demonic. It is demonic, 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 but we're going to stand up in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit. We'll be back. This is the Todd Coconut Show. All right, welcome back. This is the Todd Coconato Show on this beautiful Sunday. So thankful that you're tuned in to Real Talk Radio. Thank God for Real Talk Radio where we can actually speak the truth and not be censored by everybody. Make sure you support Real Talk Radio. We need organizations like this. We also, at this ministry, need your support as well. You can go to toddcoconado.com slash give, toddcoconado.com slash give. And uh, I want to make something clear, okay, as I've been talking about the abortions. Now, first of all, I know a lot of people that listen to this program probably have had an abortion. And I just want you to know I'm not mad at you, okay? And neither is God if you've repented. See, I'm a sinner in need of a Savior, I'm in desperate need of a Savior. I am not perfect. I am far from perfect. 
And I want to make it clear that, you know, even when I make public posts or public statements about abortion, that's because I believe in the Word of God, and I believe in the Ten Commandments, and one of them says, thou shall not murder. And so that's what abortion is. It's murder. But here's the thing. Here's the caveat about this. Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins. He, he is the one that paid the price for our sins. I was so messed up in the world. I was, and, and I still make mistakes. And I think that's where we've made a big, you know, a big injustice in the church where people think pastors are perfect or Christians are perfect or we need to be perfect. We will never attain perfection here on this earth. There's only one perfect person that's ever lived. He was fully God and fully man. His name is Jesus. He's the king of kings. He sits at the right hand of the father. And he is the perfect one. I am not perfect. You're not perfect. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. In fact, the Bible even says, you know, Jesus was speaking when they were trying to stone that woman, remember? And they said, he who's without sin, throw the first stone. So, you know, the whole thing is, is that we're not perfect. We're far from perfection. We need the Savior. We need Jesus to connect us back to a holy God because of the original sin that happened in the Garden of Eden. So, I just want to make that point. Now, I wrote a post, and I want to read this, because I think that this is going to clarify my position. I think it's well articulated, and it makes a lot of sense. And so this is my position. So I said, let me be clear. I'm not condemning people who have had abortions in the past. If you have, my advice is repent and turn from that sin and ask the Lord for forgiveness. He will forgive you as he's a loving God. We all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, like I just said. All are sinners in need of a savior. Jesus himself, while fully God and fully man, during his ministry on earth, hung out with and surrounded himself with sinners. Even a reformed prostitute. Some may not know my story, but I was very worldly and messed up when I was in the world without Jesus getting a hold of my life and cleansing me of my sin and unrighteousness. I would not have made it. I'd not be here today. Now, when we had a church in Los Angeles, it was full of people just like you and me and those that Jesus hung around, imperfect people. We didn't judge them or condemn those people, but instead did life with them. Those are my friends. That's true. That's the gospel message, redemption. Jesus paid the ultimate price for our sin. He came for sinners. I used to think I would get struck by lightning for simply walking into a church. This is no joke. I thought I was so dirty that God didn't love me. But see, I was wrong. I found out God's love for me was more than I could ever even describe or know in my human brain, in my humanity. And it's the same for you. See, all we need to do is repent and turn from our life of sin and invite Jesus Christ into our heart as Lord and Savior. Confess with our mouth, believe in our heart, and then we're saved. And then we must stay on course, my friends. And begin that new life in Jesus Christ. That's what being born again is. Now, when I say authentic or real Christians, because I say that a lot, I'm not referring to people who have not done things in their past, okay? I don't care what you've done in your past, and neither does God. What I am referring to is the people, okay, the supposed Christians who are angry that Roe was overturned. That, to me, is extremely telling. Many have said absolutely nothing at one of the greatest victories of this generation, and yet crickets, or even worse, I see Christian leaders actually protect, um, attacking, excuse me, attacking the pro-lifers and stating how they're so angry about what the court did. 
That's absurd. And I think we should all take note as God is separating the wheat from the tares. To me, it's hard to believe how any believer could not be rejoicing over the fact that many babies' lives will be saved and that we saw a huge victory for life in the court. I know it's not over, and I know we still need to keep praying and standing, but I'm only going to just say this. Can we rejoice in this victory? So that's what I mean. So that's what I mean. And it does blow my mind how some are responding. Does that make sense? You see, I have a three-year-old. And let me tell you that when she was born, I witnessed the greatest miracle of my life. (laughs) I know some want to change the Bible because they don't like what it says. But in my Bible, killing a baby is murder, plain and simple. And I am not going to compromise just because someone drank the Kool-Aid of what the modern-day prophets of Baal are telling us what we should believe. The Word of God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Again, just read the Ten Commandments if you don't know where to look. It's plain as day. You see, friends, that's what I'm talking about here, okay? I understand. I'm not here to attack the, the people. I'm, that's, I'm not an attack dog. You know what I'm saying? I'm a pastor. I'm a Christian. I love people. I love the Lord. Listen, if I didn't love people, I couldn't be in the ministry. I love people. I, I, I am a, a person that the Lord, listen, amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. You better believe I was a wretch. And I still, my wife is a blessing. She puts up with me. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know, hopefully I put up with her too. But, you know, that's the whole thing is, is that we're all imperfect people. But the thing is, we've got to stand for something because if we don't stand for something, we stand for nothing. Then anything goes. And that's the problem in our society today. It's lawlessness. Lawlessness is of the devil. He's the lawless one. When you see the people burning down the cities, when you see these people that are just enraged, they're just, I mean, they've, it's like they've lost their mind, right? It looks like they're mentally ill. They have a major issue. That, that's demonic. It's a demonic thing. And the reason why is because there's no... There's no moral compass. When you take God out of everything, there's no moral compass. You have to have a moral compass. That's what made America the great nation that it is. It's because we were founded on the principles of the word of God. We were founded on biblical Christianity. I know Obama tries to say we're no longer a Christian nation. Well, I mean, honestly, the way we've been acting, we're we're not acting like one, but this nation was founded on Christian principles. And that's the problem in this modern version of America is we've tried to take God out of everything and of all, you know, it's like when they took the prayer out of schools. Why? Why did they take the prayer out of the schools? You know, when I was a kid, when I was in school, we did the Pledge of Allegiance. I hear most schools don't do that anymore. Why? Why don't they do the Pledge of Allegiance anymore? Why don't they teach kids to love America? I mean, listen, I've traveled all around the world. Have you? I mean, I've seen other countries. I still have yet to find a place that overall is better than America. America is a great nation, but you know, our founders said, we'll give you the Republic if you can keep it. And, and this is our, our clarion call. This is our moment. What are we going to do, right? What are we going to do? Are we going to stand? Are we going to do anything? Are we just going to sit here like some of these silent pastors? That's why people like the bold pastors because they're looking, they're like, dude, you got to say something. You got to do something. You got to stand for something. You can't just be silent. You can't just sit there anymore. And why are we why are we giving tithes to these ministries? You know what I'm saying? That they just can't even say anything. They're just sitting there smiling in their Jordans and skinny jeans. 
All right, we'll be back. This is Todd Kogano Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Pastor Todd Coconato, Real Talk Radio, thank you for tuning in. I'm going to get into something that just needs to be talked about, and it's bringing God back into all areas of society and rejecting Babylon. We've got to reject Babylon. What do you mean, Pastor Todd? Well, you know, it's always blown my mind how many people buy into the false narrative of the mainstream corporate media I call them the modern-day prophets of Baal, who are operating under a demonic influence, by the way. So we have to come out of their Babylonian system. These are the same people that have sold out our country, similarly to as Judas. Judas did this with Jesus, and these people are doing the same thing. They're doing it for temporary wealth, status, prominence, comfort. Look at these people like Liz Cheney. I mean, her dad, I'm sorry, guys, and I know, look, there was a time when we thought he was a good guy. But guys like McCain, guys like Dick Cheney, Liz Cheney, these people are deep state. Let's just be real. Let's just be straight out. Okay, the Bushes, I know some of you probably like them, or maybe you haven't got the memo. But, you know, when we saw what happened with President Trump, we saw how how deep the swamp was. Okay, we saw how swampy it is. And I, I, listen, I've been on... I've been in green rooms with the sons of the president. I've been with, you know, the president on numerous occasions with prayer teams praying for him. You know, I've been around. It's not like I haven't been around, okay? And I've seen the environment. I've seen what's going on. And there's a lot of things I can't talk about. But I will just tell you, I think even President Trump was caught by surprise at how deep this thing is, how deeply entrenched these deep state players are. And they come after people. I mean, you know, I, I know this is no surprise to most of this audience, right? But, you know, just look at the whole Epstein thing. I mean, give me a break, okay? We, we all know what that whole thing was. And, and, and then Ghislaine Maxwell, what does she get? Like, what is it, 30 years, 20 years, something like that? It's like nothing. She should be in jail for life. What in the world? I think it's 20 years. I mean, what, what in the world? After trafficking kids and being involved in tra- trafficking teens... Teen girls, that's what they give her? People are so fed up with the system here. They're so fed up with it. And so these people have sold out our country. And, and, and these same people, there are many of the same people that would like to see the world population reduced by 90%, according to their own documents and speeches. And this explains much of what we're seeing in the world today with the jab and all the other things. And people say, well, what do, what do I do if I took the jab? Listen, I'm not against you. I'm not going to attack you. It's like I said about the abortions and all the other things. We're just trying to speak wisdom. We're just trying to speak truth, okay? If you got the jab, it's, you know, pray and say, Lord, protect my body. Protect me. My body is the temple of your Holy Spirit. If you're a Christian, if you're a follower of Christ and you took the jab, just, just ask the Lord, Lord, protect my body, protect this temple. But I always told people as, as some of these pastors were coming out saying to take it, I was like, no, that's not going to be me. I'm not going to be one of those guys. You know, I, I just think there was too much, too much to be concerned about. And I already know, look, my grandma died of Guillain-Barre from a vaccine. I can't even get into that on the air because who knows what they'll do. I'm telling you. But you guys, I, I just want you to know where I stand on this thing. I believe in, and that's your choice. You need to go to the Holy Spirit about that. But for me, 
Yeah, I can't really talk about it, okay? But I think you know where I stand on that. And now we're seeing things happening to people. And this is maybe just the beginning. So pray. Now, don't be in fear if you took it. Don't be in fear. I I know a God that heals cancer. I've seen it many, many times in the ministry. I know a God that, that, you know, when the doctor says one thing, whose report will you believe? I believe the report of the Lord. So we call upon the name of the Lord. There's been many times in my life when I've made a mistake and I've called upon the name of the Lord and I got on my face and I repented and I asked the Lord for his grace and mercy and he gave it to me. And so that's my advice. But back to these people that want to see the, the world population reduced by 90%, according to the Georgia Guidestones, according to their speeches at the World Economic Forum, they believe order out of chaos and problem action solution. They follow the rules for radicals, which is their playbook. And by the way, that book is dedicated to Lucifer. So that should tell you everything you need to know right there. And that's their playbook. Our playbook is the word of God. Their playbook is rules for radicals. Their solution, more government. Further reliance and dependence on them instead of on God. Well, of course, that's what they want. Government is their God. They want to continue to push God out of everything. And therefore, they make the government their God. They make science their God instead of the real God of heaven and earth. Yeshua, Jesus, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the one and only true God. So this, what I'm talking about, this is the Babylon system. It's Baal worship, and let's call a spade a spade. I'm done. Listen, I am too old at this point to care what people think. I know people say things, oh, he's this, he's that. I, you know, people writing me, some guy on social media trying to smear me. Well, that's because I'm over the target, just like you. If you're out there speaking the truth, you're over the target. You're going to tell me no one's one's smeared you, no one's attacked you, no one's accused you. The more you speak, the bigger... Your platform, the more that, I mean, listen, I'm friends with Stu Peters. That guy gets it all the time. I'm friends with a lot of high-profile preachers, people that are standing. You know, they get it all the time. And so we can't cower, we can't cave, we can't back down, we can't get intimidated when the enemy roars his, his ugly head. This is the Babylon system. We're going to call it out. And yet there's Christians, there's people that trust the globalists, these same people, to look out for their best interests. And they think somehow they care about their health and well-being, their bodies. (laughs) Why in the world would anyone trust these people who are openly saying these very things about depopulation? It's like, you know, don't look at what I have in my right hand. You know what I'm saying? As I got to, you know, oh my goodness. How do these people have their heads buried? It really, I mean, it's, it's a total lack of discernment. It's a deception. But the thing that gets me is the Christians. That's the one that really, it's like, And I'm not saying that they're all really Christian, but, you know, I'm just saying people that call themselves Christian, yet they're just caught up in the lies, in the fear. They live in this false reality. When you see all this stuff playing out, like when they they paraded that woman at that mock, ridiculous January 6th trial, I don't even know why people watch it. It's garbage. Fox News is not our friend, by the way, playing it all. How come Fox News hasn't played anything about the election? Anything about what happened in 2020? I barely see any. In fact, they've been, you know, they told all their hosts they can't even talk about it. Did you see Brett Baer with that that gubernatorial candidate? I think her last name is Lake out there in in Arizona the other day. She got, she, man, she crushed him. Let me tell you, if you haven't seen that, I put it up on my Facebook. Amazing. But these Fox, I'm telling you, they're not our friend. They're like controlled opposition. 
That's why we need Real Talk Radio. That's why we need an alternative media, friends. That's why people are tuning in to these types of broadcasts because they want to hear the truth. They're tired. They're like, Fox News, you're supposed to be our friend. It's the Babylon system. Now, there's some good people on there. I'm not going to say there's not. I know some of them. But, you know, people trust these globalists, though, to look out for their body, their health. Why isn't it during the entire quote-unquote pandemic, they never came out and said, build your immune system? Why, why is it that they didn't? Now, President Trump pushed right to try, thank God, where he, you know, and he was trying to make ease the restrictions from the FDA and the CDC and all that nonsense about, you know, alternative medical solutions to some of these ailments. But we know that they've had many of these things for a long time. But because of the big pharma, big oil, all the, all the ones that stop, you know, Hollywood, you know, the lobbyists, they stop real progression. I'm not talking about liberal progressives. I'm talking about real progression in, in certain breakthroughs that I believe are available, but unfortunately they're being held back because, see, the system is, 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 is not set up to really heal us. If it was meant to heal us, they could just, you know, they need to make money. They need to make money. That's the sad thing. And, and all these big corporations, these woke corporations, these big corporations, the, the swampy swamp are, 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 are stopping us, we the people, from being able to have a real, you know, America is supposed to be the shining city on the hill. You go around places in the world. I mean, I don't like China. I'm, I'm not saying China's good, but their cities are, are getting real pristine. Their buildings are looking really nice. Their technology, I mean, I'm telling you, you go other, other places, I will tell you, they're start, you know, the airports, and that's what President Trump was trying to do. He's trying to improve the infrastructure, really improve the infrastructure. Not these bills that the Democrats pass that you don't even see the money. Where does it go? Where does it all go? Like that bullet train out in California that they've been building for like a decade. Where is that thing? And how come uh, Nancy Pelosi's made so much money since she's in office? These career politicians, these corrupt politicians. So to those with eyes to see, it's very clear there's something very wrong, obviously. Others have unfortunately bought the fear, the lies, the propaganda, and they are drinking the Kool-Aid. And, and it's the Christians that I worry about. It's a big burden. So the, the, the globalists, the deep state players are pushing hard for chaos, confusion against family values and the family unit, against morality, against life, against biblical marriage, against common sense, and for total societal breakdown. And we're seeing this in full motion. We've seen it now for a while around the United States. And it continues. Lawlessness is of the enemy, like I said in the last segment. He's the lawless one. Our precious cities are under attack. Our border is under attack. Our children, our precious, precious children are under attack. Our nation is under attack. And will we let them do this? Will we let them burn the cities down again? What about all those people that burned down the city? Why isn't there a trial for them? Whatever happened to Antifa? And, and you know, remember that, that whole thing, Chaz and all that nonsense? What happened to those people? Why isn't there a trial for those people, the people that were destroying the city? And all the people that were hurt by that. Whatever happened to that, right? There are as many churches as there are Starbucks on the corner of almost every block, and yet how much impact are we making as a body? Not enough. Now, thank God for the rising remnant. I see the remnant rising all around the country. And are the, main, are the mainstream mega churches and the woke churches who, who refuse to say anything deserving of our support any longer? Why are people still giving to these, these massive ministries that rake in the dough and don't even say anything or do anything? They're the problem. 
So perhaps supporting those who are in the battle and on the front lines. What about that? Because this is a war and there needs to be a supply line that leads to the front line. Something to prayerfully consider. We got to consider this. We cannot operate inside their false reality world any longer, friends. This is why the church is meant to be the head and not the tail. The church is meant to lead in all areas of society. A nation cannot stand without law, common sense, and God. It's time to put God back into everything. All Americans must understand where we are right now. See, America is not going to survive without God. Let me read a scripture, Matthew eleven twelve. It says, and from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. You see, Jesus is the answer. He's the answer for America. He's the answer for you. He's the answer for me. He's the answer for every issue, every problem, every challenge that we have. We've got to take back this nation. And if we think, here's the thing. If we think someone else is going to fix it, they're not going to. It's up to us, church. Okay? Many of you have heard the call. Many of you have answered the call. It's time we make disciples. We also must be bold about the Great Commission. We must be more dedicated than they are. We must win the spiritual battle for the soul of America. We can't look to see who else is going to do it. It's up to us. Each of us have a part to play. We can't be the silent majority anymore. I know that's riveting. I know that's pretty bold. I know some of you are saying, well, what can we do? Listen, we're going to pray in the next segment. We're going to talk about things we can do. We're going to close up this show today, but I think this is very important stuff, friends. Very, very important stuff. Okay, listen, this, I got a daughter. I've been given a, a nation that has freedoms, religious liberty and freedom. I'm going to fight. I'm going to stand. We'll be right back. This is the Todd Coconato Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Pastor Todd Coconato. We can't comply. We won't comply. We've got to call a spade a spade. We've got to keep it real. I know you guys out there are looking for authenticity. You're looking for realness. You're looking for people who are willing to stand. You want lions and generals. You're tired of the people that, you know, these same people that have done nothing, said nothing with these big ministries and all that, all the money, millions and millions of dollars, they sit back, they're comfortable. They're comfortable. That's the problem. They got too comfortable and they don't want to they don't want to ruffle any feathers. Meanwhile, Rome is burning. It's like the Titanic. You remember the people on the on the deck of the Titanic and they were sitting there with the little violins and pretending like nothing was happening? That's what's going on. And I'm not going to ever I can't be one of those people. And people say you're angry. I'm not angry. I'm looking at our country. See guys like Mike Lindell, at least he, he's doing something. You know, this uh, doctor, I want to honor Dr. Zev Zelenko. He has passed away this last week. And what a man that, you know, I mean, just a a man of integrity that said, you know what, I'm going to fight the mainstream narrative. There is a solution to this whole COVID pandemic. You know, I'm going to administer ivermectin. I'm going to administer this HCQ. You know, he came out with the Zelenko protocol. 
and how many people were affected, how many lives were saved. I know people are going to say, well, it wasn't ever making. No, I'm, I'm talking about the alternatives. There was alternatives to the jab. There was alternatives to what the mainstream corporate media was sh- shoving down our throats and telling us we can't even keep our jobs if we don't put this experimental thing in us. I'm sorry. Okay, and there was pastors and, and preachers that were going along with it. They were attacking me. I'm tired of these people that attack me that are supposed to be Christians. You're exposing yourselves. Look, I never sat here and said I'm perfect. You know, a lot of these guys in this fight in the trenches with us, they're not sitting here trying to claim. We're not claiming perfection. We're not claiming we have it all figured out. But you know what? We're doing something. And thank you to the mama bears and the papa bears. I know it sounds funny, but you know what I mean. The parents that are going to these school board meetings, that are getting involved, that are pushing back against the CRT. They're doing something. Going down to the Supreme Court, praying on the, on the steps, doing something, something, something. We've got to do something. I'm, I'm all for, people say, are you all for just, you know, not funding these big mega churches that don't say anything? Yeah, actually, that's exactly where I'm at right now. You know, I was at this community up in, uh, let's see, it was up, up in um, Kentucky. I was ministering in this very small town up there. And there was this mega church there. It probably sat at a couple thousand people, at least 3,000, I think bigger. It was like this massive, beautiful building with the parking lots and everything, you know, just gorgeous, gorgeous, bling, bling building, right? And so then I go down the street, literally right across the street, and I go into this coffee shop, and I'm sitting there with my family, and I'm asking the people, so do you guys know that church right there? No, we don't even, you know, we don't really know much about it. It's right there across the street. You don't know much about it? No. Have they ever come in and you know, invited you to church? No, we never, we never heard anything from them. This is, and I, this is the problem. There's like a disconnect because with all these churches and all these corners, and I'm not here, again, I'm not here to attack the church. I'm just saying, you know, the definition of insanity is when you do the same thing over and over again, you expect a different result. We've got to change. There's this pivotal moment in time. And so I know many of you are getting involved and many of you are saying, what can I do? Well, the first thing that we can do, of course, I always say is the Great Commission. Get people saved, get people set free, get them delivered, mentor people, make disciples. That is the Great Commission. Pray, go into the war room, go into what I call the secret place, you know, the war room. You go in there, you get on your face, you get on your knees, you call out to the Lord for our nation. We repent as a people. We try to get our house right, you know, get your house in order. As for me and my house, I'll serve the Lord. Don't grow weary in doing good. Stand on the promise of God. What does this word say? The church is going to be around whether America is or not. The people of God that are truly standing, you're going to rule and reign with Jesus Christ for eternity. We're just passing through this place. You know, I got smeared by this guy on social media. I think I mentioned earlier in the show. He was like mad because I went to this big gathering up in Tulsa with one of my evangelist friends I just happened to be in town I was actually there for another meeting and I popped into this meeting it was a big meeting and a lot of people got saved there and then you know he was trying to say I was connected to some preacher that was there who I've never met I've never listened to one of his sermons anything I have nothing to do with that guy but you know he's trying to make the connection look I'm just a bridge builder I'm just a unif- I just love the Lord <laughs> I'm the guy that got saved you know from Hollywood I was I was a Hollywood actor had an encounter with the Lord got saved And these people, they're just always looking for something. Do they do this with you? We can't let them bother us, friends. We can't let them bother us. We are on a mission. 
And this mission is the most critical, you know, like Mission Impossible, the movie, you know, like you get the mission. This mission will self-destruct in five minutes. You know, this, this look, I'm telling you right now, we're on a mission from God. If we're alive in this hour, but, you know, many of you guys, I know I get the letters and the emails and I'm, the prayer requests, you know, we're, we're financially trying to do this. It's like David versus Goliath. Because these big corporations, these big mega churches, I don't know where they get all their funding for these multi-million dollar buildings and all their little programs where they don't do anything for the community. And I'm not saying everyone is bad, by the way. There's some great mega churches. I know some real, and there's a pastor down in California, Jack Hibbs. He's got a mega church. I love that guy. He's doing something. I mean, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of good ones, okay? There's Ben Graham. You got, you know, Rodney Howard Brown. Love that guy. I mean, he's doing something down there in Tampa. I mean, there's good people that have large churches. I'm not saying all mega churches are bad, but... The, the ones that are woke or the ones that are, you know, trying to be socially relevant and just don't say anything about anything ever. And they get millions and millions of dollars and they're living like mini celebrities. They got the, the latest Jordans and their whole outfit. The pastor is like, you know, bling, bling, looks like a celebrity himself. That, that, that time is over. That time is done. I don't think it ever should have happened. But now it's done. And if we support it and we keep allowing that, we're just as guilty. If we keep shopping with these companies like Target, I know that's it's super easy to go into Target. They got everything there. It's merchandise, nice. But these are the same companies that are pushing little kids. They're grooming little kids. In the, in the children's department, they got the, the Pride Month stuff now. You know, they started in the men's department. And they moved down. Disney, all these, these corporations, they just, they're just... It's such a battle, oh, so overt, so in our face. And yes, Christians, we're nice. We're so nice. And maybe that's why God allowed me to go through, you know, Los Angeles. I grew up, you know, in my high school, it was gang culture. I mean, you had to survive. You didn't have a choice when I was growing up in the 90s in high school. That's just the way it was. And maybe that's, you know, maybe some of the things that you and I have been through and things like that, that's because God, that was our lion and our bear. That prepared us for this time. So I'm not going to back down. I'm not going to grow weary. I'm not going to get tired. Look, I've just begun this fight. How about you? But it's high time. This country will not be taken over without a fight. And this is our generation's time. This is our generation's time. And by the way, if the church understands the authority we have in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit, come on, folks. That's their worst nightmare. Alternative ecosystems, come out from the Babylon system, come out from among them. I know I sound like a broken record week after week, but it's, you know, maybe one of these days we're going to all do this. Come out from their system, start our own thing. Some of you guys have ideas. Start that thing that's been in your head that God probably put there. That corporation, that alternative bank, that Liberty High School that you want to put together, homeschool your kids. I mean, I'm telling you, there's different ways. We can outsmart them, we can outgun them. And I don't just mean with real guns. I'm talking about with spiritual guns. God is raising up warriors, warriors, people that have the the unction of the Holy Spirit. We've got this revival. It's going to be, I'm telling you, he's calling the misfits. He's calling the prodigals. He's calling the least likely. He's going to raise up people that were hidden. People that have been hidden. You say, you know, I've I've had it in my heart. I, I feel like there's a ministry, but... You know, it hasn't happened. God is raising you up in this time. This is the time. That's why he's kept you hidden for this time. He couldn't raise you up earlier because now is the season. Now is the time. So we pray in the name of Jesus. Lord God, thank you for each and every person listening today. I pray, Lord God, they'd be encouraged. They'd be strengthened in their faith. That we would get up. That we would rise up, Lord God. That we would stand on your promise. That we would not grow weary. 
that we know you are with us even until the end of the age. Get, get, get us the fire in our, in, our, in, our, in our spirit, Lord God. Give us the fire. Give us the fire. Give us the strategy. Give us the wisdom. We love you. We bless you. I bless every person listening to this show today. I pray that you would encourage them. You'd strengthen them in their faith, Lord God. Lord God, let us know, Lord God, you love us so much. You take care of the birds of the air, the fish of the sea. How much more are you going to take care of every person listening? I know there's some that have a financial need, some that are going through it in their marriage right now. Some of them are having their kids going crazy, rebelling. But in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, Lord God, I pray for breakthrough, 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 breakthrough in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Glory to your name. Worthy is your name. Holy is your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is a remnant, friends. There is a remnant. Hallelujah for that remnant. That's you. That's me. We are going to stand. The name of Jesus. Demons tremble. Demons have to flee. In the name of Jesus. Bless you. Thank you so much. For listening to the Todd Coconado Show. We love you, and we'll be back next week. Hey, thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's show. It's been a lot of warfare the last week or so. I was up in uh, North Carolina speaking at a uh, revival event, and since I've been back, it's just been a lot of warfare. So please keep us in prayer. This ministry will continue to move forward no matter what. We will stand. We are not backing down doesn't matter what they try to do. doesn't matter what the devil tries to do. And I am so thankful for you, the listeners of this broadcast. We are fully listener-supported. You can go to toddcoconado.com slash give, toddcoconado.com slash give. I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you, Remnant community. You make the world of a difference to us. We appreciate your prayers and your support. All right, we'll be back. God bless you. <laughs>